Welcome. You're listening to the shit. Philosophers. Developers. Enthusiasts. Bestest buds. Alcoholics. Gamers say. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm Peter, your host. Today we're having a solo cast because Joe is just too darn busy. Yeah, usually I have my compatriot, compadre, partner in crime, Joseph Bota on this podcast. But this week it's just me. And you know what? That's okay. Because that means we could do secret fun stuff while Joe's not around. In reality, we're probably not going to do that much secret fun stuff. And actually, this is going to be a pretty short episode, I think. And I might have made a terrible mistake because I turned on my dishwasher right before recording. So you might hear might hear that in the background. So sorry about that. If it sounds like we're in a freaking car wash or something. If there's a sound that I can remove, I'll try to remove it. But yeah, we're just going with it. We're going. I'm not stopping this it's 12 18 a.m and i and i got work tomorrow i gotta get up at seven so we're doing this and yeah so let's see okay so what's up so what's going on what's going on this week what's the round table discussion for this week well it's hard to have a round table discussion with my myself but i will do it i'll do it for the podcast for everyone that listens for all the loving listeners i think there's zero right now because our feed's broken but all you guys that don't exist out there. Thank you for subscribing. If if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. And let me let me talk. Let me talk right now. So I started playing some Broforce. Uh, Broforce. It was a PC game that was in uh, early access for quite some time, but it was released as a. Well, it was on the PS. I think. I think this was the release of it. It was released on PS4, and it was free for PS Plus. I don't think it was ever just released on PS4 outside of this PS Plus, before this PS Plus promotion. So, um, yeah, uh, Sony's front the bill on that one. And I was play- I've been playing it. Um, basically, so the basic concept is it's a 2D side-scroller. Um, pixel, it's like a pixely, uh, you know old school kind of style it's not like NES but it's it's more high fidelity than that but definitely has a pixel art style and you play as these takes on like parodies of 80s action heroes probably because they couldn't get the actual licenses so the things like okay you you know you might play as like their equivalent of Walker Texas Ranger I think it's like Brosif Walker or something or you might be uh, Will Smith from Men in Black and he's bro in black and it's kind of over the top it got some metal music playing and you have these crazy weapons and the entire level is destructible um, and it's pretty fun it's a it's a cool little game it's one of those games that it kind of reminds me of um, it kind of reminds me of something you would see from Nintendo um, on like the DS or something like it kind of I get the same vibe that I get from like elite beat agents like that sort of art style that sort of style to it 
Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, the only downside that I have is that so there's a lot of shooting, there's guns, it's, it's a lot of mayhem, and you can destroy the levels, but. I found that the jumping and kind of the navigation was not great in this game. I'll probably talk to Joe about it some more. I think he might also be playing this, but yeah, I mentioned it to him uh, in text message. Yeah, I, I could not get really good jumping happening. Um, f for most of the time, it's fine because it's they're mostly flat levels. There are some ladders you have to climb or a place you have to jump to, but it's usually not a big deal because there aren't like giant cliffs you can fall off of until you start breaking the levels with the uh, explosives that you get and then there can be giant chasms and you just fall to your death um, so in that respect it's not a great platformer especially in comparison to some other stuff I've been playing because I've been playing another game that is a plot is very much has very much does have good platforming so just in contrast it was uh, kind of jarring to go in between them but yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, I've only played like the first two. I don't know if they're missions or levels. They basically there's an overworld map where you're in a helicopter and you go around to different areas. And I played the first two areas. Um, I gotta keep going with that one when I have time to. It's pretty fun. Um, and yeah, the other thing I was playing is Mighty Switch Force. It was a 3DS game uh, that came out. I think close to the 3DS launch, um, I picked it up in the Nintendo Humble Bundle that they did a bit last year, late last year. I just hadn't gotten to it until now, and um, basically, it's a it's another one, it's another like 2D side scroller. Um, you play as this character that can jump around and you can shoot stuff, and it's it's sprite based, and it it handles really well. Like this is a exp like excellent platforming. Um, basically, you have, there's a bunch of challenge rooms, uh, and you have to solve puzzles. Basically, you're trying to uh, fulfill these requirements to get to the end of this level. And then this weird guy, this weird giant robot guy, kind of like eats. You. He doesn't. I don't know. He envelops your body. He envelops your body and takes you out of the level. I don't know what that means. I don't know what's up with that, but it's kind of interesting. But yeah, it's it's a cool little puzzle, uh, puzzleable platformer. Uh, challenge room thing from the first menu it seems like there's around 20 levels and I've gotten to more than half of them I don't know if there's more um, it, it seems like it's one of those smaller games uh, there might be more after this I don't know but even if it's just the 20 levels I mean I got it in that humble bundle for very cheap so uh, yeah I mean if you want it, it plays really well like it, it's a cool game um, you definitely have to like the puzzle platformer genre to go and play that one. But speaking of genres, no, I, I've no, this, this is terrible. This is a terrible, terrible segue. Terrible segue. But I've also still been playing that Sherlock Holmes game where you're trying to solve these grand Sherlock Holmes mysteries. And I'm still going. And I've gotten to a point where I could play as Toby. And Toby is a dog. You can play as the dog to help solve the mystery. Why? I don't know. I don't know why you play as the dog. But you can go and sniff things. And every time you sniff something, Sherlock Holmes is like, Oh, good job, Toby. Blah, blah, blah. You've been in so instrumental in solving this case. I like, And then I tried to jump out a window, but 
Sherlock Holmes is like, no, don't do that, Toby. We'll find another way. And the collision detection is terrible when you're the dog and he waddles around and the animation's weird, but I still love it. And <laughs> if you get onto like some stairs, it doesn't take into account the, 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 the incline on the stairs. So your hind, well, whatever, leg, like if you're going up the stairs, your hind legs are just floating in the air while your front feet are on the stairs. It doesn't make any sense. Clearly this, this dog thing was just kind of shoehorned into the engine that they created for this game and not really like well thought out. But I still think it's, it's pretty funny actually. And it, it, and it I don't know. I digged it. I kind of wish I could have recorded some of it because it was just like, oh my God, this clearly this game was made for bipedal humans and then this dog on four legs is completely mucking up this engine and making it not work very well but it still was a fun time and uh yeah I'm, I'm hoping to finish that soon I'm nearing eight hours in that game and I think that it's a 10 hour game it might be longer I need to check and also I sometimes take longer than most people to play games because I get stuck or I I haven't skipped any of the puzzles. Not that I've skipped any puzzles in the last Sherlock Holmes game that I played, but every time you play a puzzle, it gives you the option to skip it. And I'm like, no, well, then what's the point? If I'm going to skip all the puzzles, then what's the point of me playing the game? But yeah, I've solved all these puzzles, all the puzzles, haven't skipped one. And some of them, it took me quite a while to solve them. So yeah, that might have upped my time in this game. But yeah, I don't know what Joe's been up to. I think he's been mostly doing cool new Cisco stuff with his Cisco friends. That's why he's not... See, that's why he's not here, guys. He he's he, he doesn't love the audience. He, he, he's, he's got new friends now. Nah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, he... Uh, I'm pretty sure he was doing some sort of activity... With some uh, some recent hires at Cisco, since he's a recent hire, and he's he's getting the social thing on. I, I mean, you guys, I don't know, I don't know if you guys know me or know me very well, but I I I struggle with with that sort of thing. Joe is like a social butterfly that gets into these like things where he can go and like meet up with new people randomly. But yeah, I struggle with that, and so I I do not also. Maybe I'm an asshole, but most people I don't want to hang out with. Like, I just, I, I don't want to, I'm very selective about my friends. Like, Joe's my friend, but that's because I appreciate him and, and he makes me happy. But I'm not just going to be friends with anybody. I'm not just going to hang out with anybody. Like, I'll start pulling my hair out if I had to hang out with random people. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's. I've got some news stories we can talk about. I don't know if I should talk about them because Joe is not here to kind of add his own commentary. So we'll just mention them and me and Joe will probably talk about them on the next episode more in depth. This is going to be a short episode. We're only 10 minutes in. No, we're 11 minutes. We're almost 11. Okay, it's clocking up. It's clocking. Okay, I've reached 11 minutes, but then I'm probably going to add some music in and some space. So maybe, or I might edit stuff down. We might be less than 11 minutes. I don't know. This is crazy. We're doing this on the fly, doing it live. Revolutionary podcasting here. I'm slouched over my mic because I tried a new position for it, and it's not working out. I got to move it back. 
this 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 new position is terrible. I I'm looking at the bottom left corner of my screen right now. I can't look any other. Why did I think this was a good idea? Why have I, why did I do this? We have to put it back. We're gonna put it back, and we're gonna continue with the podcast. So this week, a lot of stuff happened this week. What a bad week for you to skip out, Joe. You hear me, Joe? What a bad week to skip out. Nah, I'm, I'm just messing with you. I'm just, nah, you, you know I love you, Joe. But um, X. Um, so this week was GDC, the Games Develop Games Developers Conference. Yeah, Game Developers Conference. I think it's just Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, and a whole bunch of game dev people were getting together and learning stuff and having meetings. But also, Sony and Microsoft also announced things. Um. I want to start with Microsoft because I think this is the more interesting one. Some people, some other weird people that are interested in VR and other things might say the Sony one's more interesting, but this one to me is the more interesting one. Xbox, uh, the Xbox platform now supports the ability to have cross-play between not only PC... But cross-play online with other consoles, that is allowed now. And if you don't know the history on this, Microsoft has historically been very much against cross-play with other consoles. Um, even when other, even when publishers or developers wanted to do it. Um, the only game that, th- there was like two games in the early Xbox 360 days that had cross-play with PC. And then that one, uh, that Final Fantasy XI game on Xbox 360 had cross-play with PC, and not really much since. Microsoft really locked that down, while Sony's been more open about, like, Street Fighter's cross-play um, online with PC and PS4 and, like, uh, Rocket League is, which, now that Xbox is open, I think they said the first game that's going to support this is going to be Rocket League, so Rocket League will be cross-play Xbox PC. But Sony has been a little bit reluctant to comment. They have commented. They said they're very much open to the idea of cross-play with other platforms. But they did not say... They did not mention Xbox. They didn't mention Microsoft. So we'll have to see. I, 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 I could see... I could see it going either way. I could see it being like... Sony being like, no, we gotta lock this down. We can't let you have cross-play. You gotta own a PS4 to play with PS4 people. Or I could see them being really cool about it and just be like, yeah, let's open it up. I mean, it's... It, and... It's this is kind of a genius move by Microsoft, just because it's good PR for them to be seen as open, and it locks them into the PS4. Possibly could so if if Sony goes with it, it locks them in with PS4 uh, players, so that way more people will be willing to get more people will be happy with an Xbox because they'll have a higher player base to play with, even though there's fewer people on the Xbox One right now. Um, on the other hand, if Sony says no, then they've lost nothing, but they all but they gained the PR move of seeming to be open. So it's pretty smart. Um, but it also is kind of interesting to see Microsoft moving further and further into this more open space that they're trying to do with being more like a PC on the Xbox platform. I don't know where this leads. I don't know how this is going to work, but it's just interesting. And I'm wondering if Microsoft is just going to be more like middleware type stuff now, which goes to my next topic. They announced that 
Xbox Live is now going to have support for developers that just have tools to make tournaments in their games. So you can have so instead of the developers having to make their own tournament tools for like, hey, I want to have like, I don't know, a Rocket League tournament or like my game. I just want to have tournaments in my game. They could use their tools rather than making it themselves. They can use the Microsoft tool rather than developing their own tools, which could save a developer a lot of time. But what they haven't said is if this plays into the Xbox cross plat. Oh my god, my throat is dying now. This they've not said if this plays into the Xbox cross platform stuff. So it would be inter- it would be even more interesting to me if they said, "Okay, we have these tournament tools and it's cross platform. You could use it on your PS4 if you want. PS4 game if you want." Then that puts Sony, well, that puts Microsoft into a very interesting place of being a middleware maker for games in a way that they really haven't been because they were tied to a console and the rest of Microsoft is doing this in a lot of ways too because now they're becoming a services company they're making stuff for Macs they're making stuff for I don't don't think they make stuff for Linux I don't think about it but yeah they're making stuff that's cross-platform that's on iOS it's on Android it's on Mac it's on you know, it's on Windows. It's on Windows Phone. It's not specific to their platforms anymore. They're trying to be more open. Maybe that's starting to bleed into the Xbox. I don't know. I'm just a dude. I don't know anything about what Xbox wants to do. I can't talk to Bill Gates. He doesn't even work there anymore. But that's okay. But yeah, we don't know. Um, but there's fu- it's fun to speculate. It's fun to think about things. It's you know, I'm, it's intriguing to me because this is not something that Microsoft has ever done and I don't think any no yeah literally no other video game platform has done this um, and I don't think this would have happened in an Xbox 360 dominance phase of Microsoft and very much them being in the position they are being second to uh, Sony has put them in a space where they are more open to taking risks and doing crazy stuff and I like that I like them taking risks and doing crazy stuff it makes life a lot more interesting Uh, so I'm excited to see where this goes and then on the less interesting news uh, Sony announced the price for PSVR is 399 US dollars and it's gonna be out in October but here's the kicker the camera which is required and the controllers will be sold separately. So then that brings it more into the $500 price range, which is pretty much what price I expected. A lot of people were like, oh, it's it's so much cheaper. It's, it's really not that much cheaper. I mean, it is cheaper, but I mean, that's around the price I was expecting. If, if Sony made it more than the price of the console, launch the launch console, the $400 price point, I feel like that would have been a big mistake. So they're hitting that they're hitting that four hundred dollar price point, even though they're kind of cheating by not including the camera. But you know, some people might already have the camera. The camera was pretty popular at launch. I don't know how many pe- people bought it. I know they sold a lot of those because of the streaming features of the PlayStation Four. I don't have the camera, but uh, I, I mean, I don't even plan on buying the PSVR. But yeah, it's coming in October, and. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be around $500 for the whole thing, uh, except the console, obviously, you got to get that. So, what, with tax and stuff, you could pretty much get a VR machine for around $900, around 900 That's kind of, that's a pretty good, pretty enticing deal. 
Um, maybe more. I, I, I'm bad at calculating tax. It might be closer to a thousand, but that's still cheaper than, uh, than the PC offering, which a, a machine that could handle it, a machine that can handle the VR itself is around a thousand dollars. And then adding the headset, you're looking closer to 2000. Um, so it's around half the price of what getting into VR on PC would be from scratch, from scratch. Um, so yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. And Sony says there's gonna be around fifty games in the launch window of PSVR. Fifty games. That's kind of crazy because I don't think that I've heard of fifty PSVR games. So I don't know if it's gonna be a lot of shovelware, a lot of small stuff, a lot of stuff that they've been throwing out a lot of crap on the PS4. Honestly, like there's so many games that come out every week that I'm lose. I've lost track a long time ago. Um, and a lot of them are weird Android ports. So is this going to be like straight up like Android ports of those VR experiences for like the Google Cardboard coming to PS? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's intriguing. It's interesting. I'm going to keep saying these buzzwords this entire podcast. This is the buzzword podcast now. I, I don't care. When Joe is gone, we do crazy shit over here. We 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 melt faces we make new and interesting experiences this is the greatest podcast that i've recorded today and that's gonna hold for today yeah it's probably the worst pod- one of the worst podcasts i've ever made but that's okay you know why because joe is not here so i have an excuse for it being bad <laughs> uh but yeah that's those are the two big ones and i don't have much to say Usually I go into my own little like diatribe of stuff, the things to say, but I, I have no real complaints right now because the Amiibo market. The, yes, we're going to talk about Amiibos. The Amiibo market is healthier than it's been in a long time. And when I say healthier, I don't mean like, oh, blah, the prices are high. No, when I say healthy, I mean there's there's stock. It, they're easy to get. There's no problems getting them people are getting the ones are getting the ones that they want. Nintendo's making enough supply. Um, blah. The only annoying thing is that they're making like 30 versions of Isabel, which I don't understand because Isabel is the most boringest animal crossing character ever. Like where's my 30 versions of Tom Nook in various poses and garments. Um, where's my 10 versions of Mr. Rossetti with varying degrees of, um, veins popping out of his head. Where's my, uh, I don't you know what? Where's my Animal Crossing fruit? My fruit trees. Make that a, an amiibo. I, I scan it in and it gives me like a, a pear in the game. I want a pear. Although like in those games you, you have to like go get your go to your friends like towns. You have to go to your friends towns, get one of their trees, shake it and steal one of their pears and run back and be like I got your fucking pear now I can grow a pear tree. And they're like well, no that's I wanted the 200 bells. Is it 200 bells or 400 bells? I don't know. Some amount of bells. I wanted the bells to sell. Oh, God. No. And then you nab that pear tree, and then now you're making 400 bells or 200 bells. or I don't. I can't remember how many bells. Whatever many bells a pear sells for, that's what you're doing. And the one that was always the, cra- the hardest one for me was always the coconut. Because it's like, where do you get a coconut? You have to wait for it to wash up on shore, and half the time it doesn't even fucking work. And you have to, and you have to plant it on the shore, and... I don't know about you, but I always found that the shoreline was the worst place to plant. Like, half the squares on that are dead spaces. Not like the video game dead space, but just, you know, they're not squares that can be grown. 
you can't grow stuff there. So yeah, get get yeah, Animal Crossing. Why are my talk? Oh yeah, I'm talking about Animal Crossing because I was talking about Animal Crossing amiibos. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen in the future with with amiibos right now. Um, they're almost done with the Smash Bros set, and this Animal Crossing set is long in the tooth. No one wants these things. I'm buying them because why not? But they're marked down everywhere, and they keep making fucking Isabella. No one, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand how anyone could care about that. So I don't know what the, the next line is gonna be. They haven't made a new series of that Mario line in a while. So they might do more Mario stuff. Um, and there was the Splatoon Amiibos. Um, I don't think they're going to make more Splatoon Amiibos. The The next ones in June are the Kirby ones. But I don't know. I mean, they already had... Basically, almost all of those Kirby ones are reprints. Just with slight variations. So it's almost like they're not even a different line. Even though they are. Um, I just... I'm wondering where they're going to take this. Uh... Maybe a Star Fox line for the new Star Fox game? I don't... Probably not. It seems like they're just dumping that thing out there. Doesn't seem like they're... I, so there was rumors that they were going to make an R-Wing amiibo. But then they scrapped it because they were afraid that the pointiness of the R-Wing would be too dangerous for children. What? Is, what? What? Are you kidding me that you, like, five-year-olds out there have ruined my Star Fox Amiibos so that I can't have an R-Wing because you had to jab it in your face when you saw it? Kids, man. I mean, I when I was a kid, you had toys that were pointy, and you know what? You you, point, you poked yourself, and that fucking happened, and you just learned from it. You fucking learn. Remember fucking Beyblades? That shit would fuck you up if it poked you in the eye. It's fucking spinning tops with giant metal, like, spikes on them and then Nintendo's were like oh the R-Wing has a slight point in the front so it might hurt the kids I don't know man have kids gotten soft I don't know maybe they have but all I know is that I had some toys that seriously could have fucked you up fucking Beyblades man are those still a thing I can't imagine they are I still have mine they're just in a box I think the little spinner thing's probably all dead by now. Those the rip cord. I know I went through several rip cords because those things would kind of fray over time. Yeah. So yeah, the, I I'm kind of out of things to say. We're at twenty around twenty six minutes, so I might as well just wrap it up. I t I babbled for almost half an hour. That's kind of impressive. No one's here to talk. Um, and yeah, I've just been babbling. So thanks for listening to this episode of shit gamers say, um, hopefully we can fix all this. And I've been working on, I've been working on something that hopefully I can show you guys in, in the near future. Um, unless something bad happens, I can't tell you what it is cause I don't want to commit to anything, but hopefully that'll be d done soon. Um, in the next couple weeks, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to send us an email, we would much appreciate any sort of feedback or uh, interesting topics or something you want to talk about. You want to ask us a question, ask me a question, ask Joe a question. Um, ask me, Peter. I forget if I said what my name was at the beginning. That's kind of an oversight, but I don't really care at this point. But yeah, you can send us e uh, emails to zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. I believe I've gotten Joe to put that in the podcast description from now on, so you can always see it there. 
And uh, you can go to our website, zucchinithumbs.com. Uh, basically, it's just a bunch of links to the podcast feed and some old videos that we used to do that are kind of painful to watch now. Uh, you can find me and Joe on various um, social networks and gaming networks such as, you know, Steam, PlayStation. I'm on Xbox and Nintendo. He's not. He's he, He's totally like drinking that PC PlayStation Kool-Aid. He he doesn't understand the world of the Xbox and the and the Nintendo n- Nintendo <laughs> the Nintendo <laughs> uh and on the Sega. Yeah, I'm on the Sega store. Oh wait, that's not a thing. Poor Sega. But yeah, uh, please please send us things. Um and please subscribe. If you could subscribe, review us on iTunes. If you review us on iTunes, we would much appreciate it. Although I think we're not on iTunes anymore, which is really upsetting to me. Uh, like I'm really upset about it. I don't know what to do, but uh, yeah, Joe's handling it. I hope I don't see Joe tells me he handles these things, handles these things, but I don't have any transparency. So I'm just taking his word for it. For all I know, he's been sabotaging the feed himself just for fun, just to play with me, just to just for giggles. Just imagine Joe just sitting in the corner giggling because our podcast feeds down. And I'm just like, Joe, where's the feed? And he's like, oh, I'll look into it. He, he, he. Giggle, 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 giggle. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody.